You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves a new week, new matchups, and a new BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. I am Cody Decker, former professional baseball player turned professional smartass on the radio. And with me, my main man, he is Ryan Horvat. You got to check him out on BetMGM tonight. In fact, you can check him out on BetMGM and BetMGM tonight. Tonight, I believe. Yeah. He is the one and only Ryan Horvat. It's really good to have you back, man. How are you doing, my friend? Good to be back. Had a uh, long weekend for the first time in a long time. It was awesome, but uh, I did. I pretty much laid on the couch, watched a bunch of college baseball. Like I said, go Notre mm-hmm. Dame. Shout out to them. Won the regional plus one fifty. No big deal. Uh, and then watched more baseball last night. It was live betting baseball. So that's pretty much all I did. Did lay by the pool a little bit, but it's good to be back. I'm excited for the week. Well, glad to have you back, and I hope you enjoyed your three-day weekend, as you should have, Ryan Horvat, even though it wasn't a normal three-day weekend for everybody. But the way the games were set up yesterday, you would definitely would have thought that yesterday was some sort of weird holiday because we had a very few amount of games on Monday, but some absolute barn burner games, obviously. So we're going to talk about Monday night games as if they were part of the weekend. And let's go ahead and pick an AL and NL team of said weekend. And I'm going to start with the NL side. Okay. Listen. If we're going off the weekend, you can't say it's not the Mets. The New York Mets on Saturday go to Los Angeles. They end up splitting the series with the Dodgers. But on Saturday, they beat the Dodgers. Sunday, they beat the Dodgers. And Monday, they go in and beat the San Diego Padres. Eduardo Escobar hits for the cycle last night. Um, First Met to do it in over a decade. The Mets, man. The Mets are real. The Mets are real. The Mets are real. You cannot deny it anymore. This is a real contending major league team. I think this might be the Mets' year. Yeah, I'm with you, man. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. Uh, another team that's heated up, heating up a little bit in that division, besides my Philadelphia Phillies, who, as we know, they make a change uh, with their manager last year, and now all of a sudden they look like a real baseball team. Let's wait and see them play some real competition. But the Braves are 7-3 and three in their last 10. Yes, they are. problem is they're still nine games back because the Mets are that good. They're 38-19. and 19, So even though the Braves are finally a game above 500, uh, still nine games back. Plenty of season to play. I'm actually going to go with the St. Louis Cardinals uh, because they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. And the reason that's so big, and granted, okay, so you're playing against the Chicago Cubs, I get but you're beating up on teams that you should. You've had some disappointing losses, but now you're 32-23, and 23, which means they're only a half game behind the Brewers, who right now offensively are a little bit of a mess. Uh, the fans, they're calling the Christian Yelich deal one of the worst in Major League Baseball history. They're still on the hook for a lot of money with Lorenzo Cain. And, yeah. I mean, Yelich looks bad right now. He does. Yeah. And it's not just only, it's not only at the plate. He looks bad in the field as well, man. He looks lazy out there. Hate to it's say it. It's unfortunate because I really want him to do well. And it looked like at the beginning of the season he was turning that corner and becoming back to Christian Yelich. In yeah. fact, in the month of April, he was leading all of Major League Baseball in quality contact in that he had the most hard contact of any player in the game, yep. yet he was hitting 200. So he was just running into some bad luck. But I got to tell you, as a ball player – Running into that bad luck and seeing those numbers makes you feel like you are just not playing well. And so that had to stick in the back of his mind because when he was playing well, the numbers weren't showing up. And that's off the charts frustrating. And then you you go into a lull like he's in right now. It just seems like there's no way out. I hope he gets out of it. Keep in mind, this guy's incredibly young. He's a former MVP, off the charts talented. I got to believe he can get out of this. 
But yeah, right now it's looking rough. And I agree with you on that Lorenzo. I never liked that Lorenzo Kane signing. I never understood that Lorenzo Kane signing. $100 million for a guy that is, I'm sorry, just too old to be giving $100 million to. Yeah, you know, and um, love Josh Hader, obviously. I'm rooting for that mm -hmm. Cy Young ticket to cash. He's been great out of the bullpen. Uh, but they're banged up already this season, man. I'm actually going to hedge off a little bit on the uh, NL Central because for some reason the Brewers with that half-game lead and all these injuries, minus 250 still to win the Central. I kind of like the Cardinals a little bit more. They're plus 175 today uh, to win the division. I'm, I'm going to take a little piece of that because I'm on the Brewers a little bit too heavy. It's where, like, I was looking at the Twins, you know, where you're still getting plus money on the Twins. I look at the White Sox second half of the season. If they could get healthy the way things line up, they should still win that division. But I don't know about the Brewers, man. I, I, Paul Goldschmidt could win MVP. If Nolan Arenado like, puts together a couple good months, he could win MVP. I don't know that the Cardinals are going anywhere. So that's my NL team of the week. I don't think the Cardinals are going anywhere as well. I think they're good. Um, I think uh, we were all fading them at the beginning of the season a little bit. I don't even know if we were fading them. Yeah. We just forget about them. Well, Flaherty's hurt. I mean, you know, it's like... Imagine if they get fully healthy. Well, I mean, with Flaherty hurt, and, you know, we don't know if some of those arms can stay healthy. And we don't know what we're going to get out of Michaelis because Michaelis hasn't really done much since he's come back from Japan. This year, Michaelis has been amazing. This team, for the most part, has stayed healthy. Flaherty's been out of it. But, they, but man, this team has just been swinging the bat so, so, so good. Um, let's flip it over to the AL side. Yeah. I think an obvious choice, obviously, would always be the Yankees. But I think it's time we got to start paying attention to the Toronto Blue Jays, 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. Hey, they're starting to pick it up. And, by the way, they're picking it up while Vladdy Jr. isn't doing anything. So this, this team... Uh, if Vladdy Jr. starts getting going, he's he's hitting like, what, 245 right yeah. now? If he starts hitting his 340, this team might be unstoppable. Yeah, I was upset last night. They were up 8 uh, nothing in that game, and I have them for fantasy purposes. Really need a victory, and all of a sudden they uh, pinch hit him last night. He didn't get his last A-B. I was upset, man. I was rooting for a dinger. I uh, So what I got done saying about the Twins, so like the Sox should be feasting right now, man. But instead, they've went four and six in their last ten. But so have the Twins. Like the Twins have already come back down to earth. They're only thirty-two and twenty-four. But the only team that's taken advantage, the Guardians, six and four in their mm -hmm. last ten games. As crazy as that sounds, I was looking at them. I'm with you on the Blue Jays. That's where I was gonna go. The only problem is the Yankees are also eight and two in their last ten and thirty-nine and fifteen. <laughs> so they're just fighting for that wild card spot. I'll throw an honorable mention to the Seattle Mariners, actually, after we've ragged on them. 7-3 in their last 10, still five games below 500, but playing much better baseball. They're at least fun to watch again. Astros are 6-4 and four in their last 10, though, 15 games above 500, and they're taking advantage of the free fall that is the Los Angeles Angels. I wish there was a way I could hedge off that bet, but there's, there's nothing I could do there. Now two games below 500. I, I know we're both going to agree that that's the... Uh, you know, that, that, that's our uh, garbage team of the week or whatever we're calling it. This garbage team of the world. <laughs> like, dude, listen, there's no one else we're going like, to – listen, we know what the segment's, this segment is. Best of the weekend, worst of the weekend. We're not talking about anybody else about worst of anything no. other than the Angels, period. I mean, yeah, there are teams. There are, there are the Kansas City Royals who are now in the cellar of their division, the absolute currently probably yeah. worst team in baseball. Uh, the Detroit Tigers have actually started to win a couple of games here and there. Now, are they playing up to their capability? No, and they're not going to for the rest of the season. That You just punt on that year. But, however, it's not that the Angels are the worst team in baseball. They are. It's that this meteoric fall is incredibly painful. Yes. It, to go from the best record in the American League to 11 straight losses. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, 12 straight losses now. 12 straight losses. Yeah. Um, with Mike Trout, who is healthy. With Shohei Otani, who is healthy. With Marsh, who is healthy. I mean, yeah, Rendon's not healthy at the moment, but offensively, that's it. This pit team's pitching would finish maybe third in the Western Athletic Conference. Yeah. This is brutal. This is so bad. And the it's not like the Angels don't know. They're well aware of their pitching problem. They went out and they signed Thor this offseason. And Thor pitched a hell of a game yesterday, by the yeah, way. Yeah, man. A One beautiful game. Yeah. 
one nothing loss. He pitched his ass off. And he's had some other outings where he's pitched his ass off. But I, I can't even tell what is going on. This is just brutal. It is painful to watch. This season, hell, earlier on the season, Joe Madden has made some moves that made no sense. They worked out. Like, one was, like, crazy. Didn't he, like, pinch hit for – or so, it was something, like, really out there. And it just ended up working out. They came back and won later, and he said, I was trying to fire up my players. That was that was the game where he intentionally walked the runner home with the bases. Yes. And there was, like, one out. And, and, and all the runners came home to score, I believe, and, and – they, they they miraculously won the game. It was a high scoring game. Yeah, and and he was like, "Yep, I had to fire up the troops." And it was like, yeah. "No, all no. those runs came home to score. You got lucky." To which I'm like, "You have to fire up the troops. You just cost your pitcher some ERA. Yeah, um, you just cost put your team in a worse position. Yeah, uh, this this Joe Madden like, hey, you know everything is so different and crazy and throwing things at the wall style. Yeah." is the worst yeah it has always been the worst the cubs won a world series despite it trust me go back and watch that game seven joe madden did everything he could to make sure the indians would win the world series that year he should have never pulled kyle hendricks he walks out no there and hendricks put his face in the glove and just screamed and that was kyle hendricks towards the end of the year man that year and, and like you know uh, i mean it was like I remember there was a game where Arietta threw like 20 pitches or something like that, and he was trying to save his arms, and Arietta was pissed. He was like, hey, like we need to try to win these games. I don't know. They had such a big lead in the division that he played it really cute and safe the final two months of the season. And then they weren't really hot going into the postseason, and they got caught sleepwalking a couple times. With the Angels, so they have the highest team ERA in Major League Baseball. So we could talk about the rotation stinks other than Thor, but the bullpen's just as bad. They're yeah. terrible with runners in scoring position. And Mike Trout, hate to say it, this might be the worst stretch of his career. He's won for his last 25. He was 0 for 16. Like, he finally got a base hit the other night. They have not been good. And uh, I don't think they're going to turn it around. I don't know what they could do to turn it around. I got to be honest, because I love Joe Madden. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's lost it a little bit. I thought he I lost it love- four years ago. Yeah, I think I love the idea of Joe Madden. I loved the idea. Back I would love him in the, the broadcast Rays. booth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it would be great. But also, no, like, when he was with the Rays and then came to the Cubs, it was like almost like Joe Madden is this outside-the-box thinker. He's this, he's like, all these things. He's throwing things at the wall that are different. And yeah. It confuses to, and, and then you come to realize it's not a mad scientist or mad genius thing. No. It's just a crazy person throwing things everywhere with really talented players and getting away with it. Exactly. And he's definitely not getting away with it in Anaheim. No. He's just not. No. And I don't know what's got to change over there. Something needs to change. Um, but I don't necessarily think it's Joe Madden. Um, this front office is a new front office. It's only their second year. They're trying to make new moves. They're trying to bring in some arms. Again, last year, 20-round draft. They drafted 20 pitchers. So yeah. they know what they need to do. So I do think the future is bright in Anaheim. I was just hoping the future would start this year. Well, the problem is the future is bright for now, man. But if they don't start winning some games, Otani's going to end up being a Yankee. Trout's oh, gonna, yeah, he's gone. Trout's going to end up elsewhere. Yeah, can we be real clear? I want to make something abundantly clear. The future can be bright when it comes to their prospects. Shohei Otani will not be an angel for much longer. Okay. No way. Right. There's no way. Yeah. If In fact... When's his contract up? Next year? Uh, I want to say next year. Can you imagine what the trade market will be next year if the Angels are out of it? Dude. I'm just, I want to point this out. If the Angels are out of it in 2023, come trade deadline, oh my God, Shohei Otani. I, I would honestly immediately place a bet on the Angels to win the 2025 World Series. So he's based on the haul they'll get back for Shohei Otani. So he's scheduled for arbitration in two, uh, 2023. So he's eligible to become a free agent in 2024 if the sides obviously don't agree to that extension. Okay. Which so I, it, he ain't, he is not agreeing to that extension. So yeah. No way. There's no way. Can, could, I, I look back, I can't believe Trout did. It's like the that's good to hear. Like, I feel like if Otani becomes a Yankee, which most likely is going to happen, then Juan Soto can't also become a Yankee. But I like I mean, that is true. But he'll he'll become a Met. Maybe you got to look at the teams that can afford him. Right. I mean, 
Juan Soto. I mean, the Cubs say they're not. spending money. I'm just going to throw that out there. They say they're spending money. John Heyman, I, I, re- I read the reports. I listen to Heyman. Listen, I would kill for the Cubs to sign Juan Soto. Dude, uh, I, I will go on the rec- I will go on the recruiting trip. I would love. I'll it. I'll take them it to Sluggers. Be- we'll eat hot dogs. We'll play dueling pianos. We'll hit up the batting cages. We'll. Can I point out we'll what he turned down from the Nats? Bombs. What's that? Yeah. Do, do I have to remind you what he turned down from the Nats? I'll give him more. You will. The plus, Cubs won't. Plus, as somebody that lives in D.C., I mean this with all due respect. I would rather live in Chicago. I would rather play Wrigley every day. The fans are actually, there's real fans that, and here, let me say this really quick. (laughs) Let me sell you on the Cubs. All right. Alfonso Soriano. All right. I don't think the guy was ever booed a day in his life. What I'm saying is even if you are mediocre or you don't live up to your contract, Jason Hayward doesn't get booed by me. He does. I would boo the hell out of Jason Hayward. (laughs) He's terrible, Cody. I'm not kidding. When I tell you he's the worst free agent signing in Major League Baseball history when you have to justify his glove in some stupid rain delay speech that should have never had to be given because, like you said, Joe Madden did everything in his power to blow that lead. Rajiv Davis should have never hit that shot. Chapman should have never been in that game yet. Hendricks should have never been pulled in that game. But uh, even if you come to, you know, the north side, you hit 225, you're a big failure. You'll never get booed a day in your life. The fans will love you regardless. <laughs> the lovable failure. losers, baby. Juan Soto, Listen. come on down. Boom. Listen, um, I, I'm the biggest. I'm the biggest Cub guy you, you're gonna find in this. I'm. I'm with you. Yeah. It's just, he turned down how much from the Nats? Uh, I don't know. What was like it? Four hundred and fifty million dollars. Is that what did they come out and actually say that that was the price? They, they, it was in. It was over four hundred. I thought it was. Was it five hundred? What are they? I don't know. If it got, I don't know if it got to five hundred, but it got to a number that we hadn't heard yet. It was like trout number, um, and he turned it down. Yeah, you know the Cubs are not offering more. Mm-hmm. You know the Cubs are barely going to offer less. You know the Cubs aren't getting them. I would love for the Cubs to get them. The Cubs can absolutely afford them, but they're not going to do it. I was going to say, I actually have some positive things to say about the Cubs, though, man. Like, I I would maybe— They're playing good, by the way. I think think they need to, and I know they're not going to. The problem is, you know damn well uh, the Ricketts. You you know Tom Ricketts. He has no idea that Wilson Contreras is still on that team. Once— I, I get nervous every time they post highlights on on social media. He's going to see that and be like, what, we're still paying this guy? Got to trade him away. Him and Jed will you know, be on the phone right away. But I think that they should uh, extend Wilson Contreras. I think he's great for all these young dudes. He I actually, is. I love these he prospects. He's a, this team's actually, I'll say it, the last couple of weeks I've actually had some fun watching them as they call some of these guys up. I'd want to come play in Chicago, uh, over Washington especially. I would too. And yeah, th- by the way, yeah, I know they're 23 and 32, but this team is been playing some good baseball as of late. I mean, yeah. they're, they're going to be hopefully like, I think the goal for this team should be to be close to 500. That should be a legitimate goal to try to accomplish this season. If they get above 500 this season, I would call that a really, really positive thing. And if they can hit the free agent market and really go get a couple of guys, Hey man, that division isn't great. Right. Right. They can compete next year. They can compete now. Right. We don't ah. even know. We don't even know if the Brewers are good. We still have no clue if the Brewers are good. Like the Cardinals have the faces. The I, we, I like the Cardinals better, pretty much, even though I like the Brewers pitching staff better and the bullpen better, just because I actually trust the Cardinals with runners in scoring position to score some damn runs. I never. The, the Brewers can't score. They can't hit. Yeah. Well, um, man. I've been enjoying this deep dive into the Angels, and they are a dumpster fire. I hope they turn it around because, again, I know we're making fun of it and we're making, you know, cracking a joke here and there. But make no mistake, I want the Angels to win. Yeah, me too. I want the Angels in the playoffs. I want to see Mike Trout and Shohei Otani go as deep into October as possible because that would be the best for baseball. I also want the Astros to not be in the playoffs for the love of God. No. But it looks like we're not getting the things we want because we don't deserve nice things. No, we don't. That's the problem, man. And, you know, this was the year where I said, you know, I went pretty hard on one NL team, one AL team that I believed in the last couple of years. And I said, at least one of these teams is at least going over their win total. And that's the Phillies and that's the Angels. 
Everything changes every week. I actually have more hope right now for the Phillies than I do the Angels. I said it. Yeah, four in a row since firing Joe Girardi, man. Maybe. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Maybe. Uh, All right, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to do some prop bets. Let's do some prop shopping right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQ. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. He's Cody Decker. I'm Ryan Horvat. Check out the podcast wherever you find your podcast. Download the Odyssey app, of course. Five-star review. Share. Uh, all that fun stuff. Leave us a nice little comment, especially if we've cashed you some tickets here in the last couple weeks. And I believe that if you're listening to the podcast, you've cashed plenty of tickets. Let's start off today. I'm going to ball hog. I want, I'm going to go with, we got two strikeout props, one home run prop. It's our prop off. Any other prop, we got a first five we'll take a look at. Maybe a no run in the first inning I'll go back to, even though I'm one for my last two in those. So I might pump the brakes. Uh, I'm going to begin with a strikeout prop that I like so much. I like so much that I played it bright and early this morning, 8.30 a.m. I punched this into my BetMGM app, and uh, then I fell back asleep. Mitch White takes the bump tonight. He's on the hill for the Dodgers. I'll probably end up winning a Cy Young in a couple years. Anyway, the strikeout prop tonight, man, four and a half. It's a little bit juice. Minus 135 was the price. I just I don't understand the number when you're going against the Chicago White Sox. So let's look at it like this. He's had five strikeouts. He's went over five strikeouts in only one of his last eight games this season. He averages 2.8 strikeouts per game. He's recorded five strikeouts in zero of his four games on the road this season where he averages only 1.8 strikeout. Again, this number is four and a half. Um, and the White Sox, as disappointing as they've been, they average... Only six strikeouts per game at home this season. The third fewest in Major League Baseball. So I'm going to go under on Mitch White. Under four and a half strikeouts. Minus 135. Again, he's went over five in one of his eight starts this season. Or eight games this season. So that's my favorite strikeout prop. The hater prop of the night. What about you? I like it. You're going straight to the negativity. And I appreciate you. You absolute hater you. Which is amazing. Because this show is produced by a producer well known as Hating Ass Mario. So... We do got to throw out our hater picks on occasions. In fact, maybe we should make that a, seg- a segment every week. Uh, hater picks of the day. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with a K prop over in Tampa Bay. Uh, Jeffrey Springs K prop, four and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the over. Minus 115. That's some pretty decent price right there. This guy's been averaging uh, more than a K in inning. And the guy is having one hell of a season. You can honestly make an argument he's been maybe their best starter over in Tampa Bay. And that is saying something because Tampa Bay is quite, quite, quite good. Um, yeah, Jeffrey Springs, I'm digging I'm digging that K-prop. Uh, I'm going to go with one, and it's really chalky, but I like it a lot because, again, I'm looking for low numbers, man. I don't want to sweat out seven and a half, eight Ks tonight. With we, There's just not really a pitching matchup that I love. Like, for example, Verlander's on the bump tonight, and I would love to go with some Verlander. But I also really like the Astros on the run line. I'm hoping they go up like 9-0, 10-0 early, and maybe Verlander gets pulled in the in the fifth or the sixth. Even though he's a lunatic, he'd probably want to stay out there. Quintana. I'm going to go Jose Quintana. I was, so I was... I dove into the app actually looking for some Scooble props tonight, but and? didn't love the number. Uh, he's been great though, four and two, two and five ERA. So is Jose Quintana, and I think he's going to be looking to get moved, maybe to a contender by the deadline. He's one and two this season, but with a two three three ERA, I don't think he finishes the season in Pittsburgh. Uh, I can't believe he's out. not a White Sox already. I know exactly. That's what I'm saying. That reunion yeah. needs to happen, man. Badly. Like three and a half strikeouts tonight. I have not projected for at least five. The only problem is it's juiced minus 160. So if you don't mind paying that price, go with that. And then my honorable mention would be um, Michael Kopech in that same game against the Dodgers. The only problem is, you know, how many innings is he going to end up going? Because the strikeouts are five and a half and it's actually juiced to the under. So I'm going to give out Quintana instead over three and a half. I think he strikes out at least five Tigers tonight. I got one today that is dangerous, but man, is it going to make this nice. team interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, the Cubs, who we just talked about, are not playing bad. They're playing some actually decent baseball. They got Keegan Thompson on the mound. 
Keegan Thompson has been their best pitcher. Keegan Thompson's got a 199 ERA. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Keegan Thompson is a strikeout machine. He's not. He's got 38 strikeouts this year in 12 games. Um, but he only has 45 innings, so he is averaging just under, you know, a strikeout an inning. Listen, I can get him at over three and a half. I like the number, and I'm getting plus money. And he's facing the Orioles. Plus 100, Keegan Thompson, over three and a half Ks. I, this one, I'm going to tell you, right out the gate, is giving me some bet sweats. But I like it, and it's making me care about this Cubs-Orioles game way more than I deserve to. All right, so you got any other strikeouts? That's it for me on the strikeouts tonight. That's it for me on the strikeouts. I was trying to find more strikeouts, but there were some weird things here today. Like, I was even trying to dig into some first five props, and nothing was jumping out at me. In fact, the only first five prop that maybe caught my eye was uh, this game between uh, the Mets and the Padres. Because yeah. you got Walker on the mound with a 2.88 ERA. He's having a great year and a quiet great year, I might add. Uh, and you Darvish, for uh, four ERA, but you Darvish is four and three. You know what you can do. A first five inning prop with those two uh, on an under might be worth it, but I'm staying away from it. I chose to stay away from it because you Darvish can really accidentally give up two three-run home runs early in a game just on a fluke. Um. Yeah, I don't really – first five tonight, nothing that I absolutely love. I like an under in a game. It's uh, the second game of the doubleheader. We'll talk about that coming up a little bit later on, I know. Um, and so I was looking at the uh, first five under in this game between – my apologies as I pull this up here really quickly. Uh, the um, Texas Rangers and the Cleveland Guardians, the total's nine uh, with Hearn going against my guy uh, – who was that? Pikelington. But the total was nine, and it's juice minus 115 to the under – I think what I'm going to do instead of taking the first five under in that game is I'm going to go with a uh, no run in the first inning, and I'm going to go with that same. It's going to be disgusting. I'm going to go Detroit and Pittsburgh, and Why? it's juice. All right, so it's juice minus 170. <laughs> it's Google against Jose Quintana. Jose Quintana has been even better than, like, nobody's talking about it. So this year, 10 starts. Had to make sure that this is right. Nine and one, no run to the first inning. If you go back even to last year, 2020, he's really good in the first inning of games. 17 and four. Um, against 36 first inning batters this season, he's only wish issued one walk. So he's been pretty good, man. Hitters hitting in the first inning again, hitting just 147 against them. And look at the top of the order for Detroit. You got Javi Baez, who's struggling, and that's me being nice. He's 0 for 3 against Jose Quintana, his former teammate. Jonathan Scope, 4 for 22. Even Miggy, 16 for 49. He's had some success. And then you look at uh, my guy, Scoobal. Definitely trust Scoobal. He's been solid all season long. Tigers, uh, he's 8-2. and two. Uh, No run to the first inning this year. So I guess that's what I would go with. No run in the first inning between the Tigers and the Pirates. I actually think it's going to be a lower scoring game. That's why the total's so low. It's at 7. Um, you got any home run props? Yeah, but here's the problem. I can't find them. Um, the Angels have been so bad that not a single sports book has the game out. Who are you the Angels don't. The Angels don't have a pitcher lined up yet. I don't know if they've flown one in yet. The Angels have nothing. I think they're going to go with Detmers tonight unless something's went down there. Because um, oh, can you see a line? I can't find a line anywhere on this game because trust me, no matter who they throw, I'm playing a home run prop for the Boston Red Sox. I don't care who it is. Trevor Story? Okay, I'll take it. Rafael Devers? Yep, I'll definitely take it. Um, Just, how about this? Take the Red Sox lineup, put it up against the wall, take a dart, throw it at the wall. Whoever it lands on, pick that home run prop because they're going yard. All right, so you're just, okay, so it's just going to be pretty much an auto-fade. Yeah, it is off the board right now. I was trying to at least throw a number at you, but I can't find anything. No, it's literally off the board because no one wants to pick this game. No one wants to even look at this game. Everyone's trying to pretend the Angels don't exist. All right, so, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, man, yeah, it's it's off the board right now. I thought it's I saw not De there. I saw Detmers <laughs> earlier. He's, since he's thrown that no-hitter, man, I've been fading Detmers nonstop. His K's. They were setting them at five and a half. Now it's down to four and a half. That's been an autoplay for the show. I'm looking for a home run prop tonight in this uh, Washington-Miami game, actually. I'm pretty high on the Marlins tonight. They're throwing Cabrera for the second time. Was really good in his first start. Uh, has an ERA of zero. He's 1-0. Oh. 
He's going against a Don who is an auto fade for me, man. One in nine this season for the Nats. ERA has come down a little bit. It's now only five nine eight on the season. Which Marlin should I pick the homer tonight, though? Because I think I went with Jorge Soler last time, and he went like 0 for 8. Somebody's homering tonight. Multiple guys are probably homering tonight. Which Marlin do I trust, though? Oh, no, no. You know what I did last time? I went with Jesus Aguilar. He did not homer, by the way. Well, then maybe you should be going with Soler. Get some solar power in your life, man. Hey, I got another potential first five. Okay. But I want to tell you why I got scared off. All right, tell me. I really was thinking about the San Francisco Giants at home against the Colorado Rockies until I saw German Marquez on the mound because Marquez has a 6-8 on the road. And I was thinking, you know what? How about this? They're in San Francisco, first five, maybe Marquez. And I'm like, I go and dig into his splits. I'm like, nope, he's just as terrible on the road as he is at home. Yeah. Never mind. Giants will score five early. I, it's just – the first fives are this is an interesting matchup week we kind of had a similar problem last week that like it was like a lot of blowout series dude marquez has been terrible 10 starts this year the whip ridiculous he's got a 671 era he's allowed four or more earned runs in seven of his last nine starts i think you actually just got me onto something i might play yeah no you might want to take an over in that one and the giants in the first five on the money line and i'll lay the chalk or i'll take them like you know because they got rodon on the mound yeah, and you know what? Give me some Brandon. You actually just talked me into a home run or an RBI prop. I might just go RBI, though, because I think this cash is easily. Give me Brandon Crawford I like it. over a half of a run in RBI. So Marquez has been terrible. Four or more earned runs in seven of his last nine starts. Brandon Crawford has had at least one run or RBI in his last two games. 35 career plate appearances against Marquez. 344 batting average, 531 slugging percentage. Yeah, let's roll with that. There you go. You just talked me into something. Now I don't have to play any Marlins, all right? No. Data, baby. No Garrett Cooper. All right? (laughs) There you go. Brandon Crawford. Hey, you know what's a team we're not talking about um, who is starting to play okay? Seattle Mariners, man. Yeah, dude. Mariners are starting to put it together. Now, the the record's not showing it yet, but, you know, they took that game last night. I did play them on the money line last night because you got significant plus money on them on the road yesterday. I did also play the Robbie Ray K prop. Um, I'm not playing that again for the rest of the year. Uh, Robbie Ray seems broken yes. at the moment. And it's really – and it's upsetting, quite frankly. He was uh, – to say he was the best pitcher in the American League last year is an understatement. He's a Cy Young Award winner. He was a K machine. I mean, he was Kane 12 a game like it was nothing. Yeah. Like it was auto 10Ks. He K'd three last night. His K prop was set at, I believe, four and a half. Yep. Yeah. And he's not hitting his K props. Like, there is something very wrong with him. Hell, last night, he threw 54 balls. Dude. This is not the right. This looks like 2017 Robbie Ray, yeah. not the Cy Young award-winning, unhittable Robbie Ray. And I hope he gets it right because it's almost concerning. Yeah, no, it really is. And it really sucks for Seattle because that's your big offseason pickup, you know? And, I mean, it kind of explains everything. But they are playing better baseball, like you said, 7-3 and three in their last 10. Problem is tonight uh, they go against Verlander. Verlander. And they got flexing on the mound. So I don't feel very I know. comfortable. But here's the thing. There is one guy I might look at as a total base prop. I'm I'm really start I'm 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 getting on the bandwagon, dude. I'm really getting on the bandwagon. I'm liking Julio. I really am. Yeah. I think I think he's the real deal. I I was very hesitant to say anything about the guy. Yeah. Because, you know, rookie, you know, likely if something goes wrong, he might get sent down and you know, this might be another year or two before he becomes the dude. I don't know, man. He might be the dude now. That home run last night was oh. as clutch as it gets. I am loving his uh, his energy and currently you can get him at over uh one and a half total bases, which I do think he's going to get tonight at plus 100. I don't care if Verlander's on the ro- on the on the road. Plus 110 on two and a half to- on uh one and a half total bases. I'm taking it. Yeah, Julio take Rodriguez. I like that for plus money. You got any other props or you want to move on to the games? No, I mean, there was a couple of home run props I was taking a look, but I didn't like... I, I was thinking about the Dodgers home run props today because I was thinking maybe Kopech has a down day. Yeah. I, 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 I love the... God, listen, I love the White Sox, but I feel like every day is bad news to the White Sox. Okay, don't worry. Yeah, okay, they got the Rays for a couple of days. It's okay. The series will end. Oh, they got the Dodgers. Okay. Okay, well, when, once they're done with the Dodgers, it'll be fun. Oh, they got the Padres. Jesus. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just like this team... 
just gets nothing but bad news, which sucks because I want them to win so bad. And I'm starting to really – I'm starting to worry about the White Sox. Yeah. Yeah, man. Me too. Me too. Uh, they're going to need a big second half of the season. And that's why I'm wondering, like, if I should hedge off and – Grab some Twins maybe to win the division while it's still plus money. But the Twins haven't been very good either. They're 4-6 and six in their last 10. So they are coming back down to earth. Problem is the White Sox can't do anything about it, as we said in that first segment. The Guardians are the only team trying to take advantage of it. And I don't Hell, trust Hell, the that. Guardians have actually leapfrogged the White Sox. Yes. Right now, as we currently sit, the White Sox are five games back of the yeah. Twins. The Guardians, four and a half games back of the Twins. Uh, both the teams right around 500. The Twins, again, only 32-24. and 24. And I do feel like of all the division leaders, and we brought up the Brewers earlier, and that yeah. we don't really, we neither of us are real believers in the Brewers. We do think they're the best team in that division. Yeah. But I do think that's that doesn't make them the best team around. That just makes them the best team in a very bad division. Right. I do feel like the Twins are the biggest straw man first place team Same. of any team here, um, yeah. rather than the Brewers. I do not think the Twins are real. Yeah, no, I agree. And those Sox, I mean, if you look at the second half of this is the season, you know, especially the last couple months, there's no they have they have no business not winning this division. Yes, um, and and they're gonna obviously retool with the trade deadline. They're gonna go get another arm, maybe two. They have Dude, to. they're gonna get Quintana. They need to get him now. How how is he not wearing a White Sox uniform right this second? I know. I know, exactly. They need another arm. I mean, after the Dallas Keuchel experiment finally ended, should have been right away. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's preview every single game in Major League Baseball today. Cody Decker, Ryan Horvath, the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL. Ryan Horvath, Cody Decker, check out the podcast wherever you find your podcast. Like, subscribe, review, all that fun stuff. And uh, we've given player props. We've recapped the weekend and Monday in Major League Baseball. Now we're going to take a look at what we got on the docket for tonight. We're going to pick a couple games that we like. Two run lines, a money line we'll throw at you. Let's start with um, an interleague matchup. Good game. Good series we got coming up here with the St. Louis Cardinals. Plus 120 on the money line. Taking on the Tampa Bay Rays. Minus 145. Hudson against Springs tonight. Hudson's been good. 4-2 this year. 2.96 ERA. Springs has been awesome this season. 500 on the year. 2-2 two two on the mound. But 1.88 ERA. You can get the Cardinals to keep it close tonight on the run line. Minus 165. Or the Rays to win by two. One and a half is plus 140 tonight. Man, I just got done hyping up the St. Louis Cardinals, but I like this matchup for the race tonight with Springs on the mound, actually, with them being the home team. Minus 145 is the price. I'd probably lay with uh, Tampa Bay tonight. What about you? I'm going to lay with Tampa Bay, man. Like we said, Jeffrey Springs has been phenomenal. He's got a 1880 ERA. Uh, I already mentioned he is one of my K props tonight, over 4.5 at minus 115. And, yeah, I'm with him on the mound. And the Rays, and keep in mind, the Rays are a third-place team right now. Obviously, they're not a real third-place team. They're a playoff team. But in that division, they're currently in third place. I'm going to take them on the run line, man. Okay. Getting them two, getting them two runs because I like the plus money on plus 135. I just don't like – and honestly, it's not necessarily that I love the run line in this game. It's I need some value in this game. And 150, minus 155 is not value on the money line, especially if I think the Rays are going to win, which I do – I got to get some value, so I'm taking a look at the run line. All right, I and like that it. is plus 135. I like that. So that'll be your run line. I'll choose that as a money line play for the day. Um, last I saw, the Twins had not announced the starter yet against the Yankees, and I don't think it matters. Like I said, you know, the, the Twins, four and six in their last 10, man, starting to free fall a little bit, uh, still leading the AL Central, but they're going against a juggernaut today in the New York mm-hmm. Yankees. And for me, okay, we do have a pitching matchup now. We got Sands going for the Twins. He's 0-1 this year with a 7-8-8 ERA. Uh, the Yankees, why are the Yankees only, am I seeing this right? Are the Yankees really only minus 157 on the money line today? One moment. Let me take a look here. And Now, BetMGM, obviously different odds uh, for different locations. I'm here in the uh, District of Columbia area. Yeah, and I'm in I'm in California, but I'm not obviously playing a California one. Um, I'm actually having trouble. You know what? They're taking it off the board. 
yeah, they took it off the board. I don't even have the Yankee line at the moment, well, which means there's probably either the lines getting adjusted or another announcement either to the lineup or the pitching matchup. However, listen. Yanks. Uh, just, I'm going to blindly tell you to play the run line on the Yankees. The end. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter who they throw. They, they could they could resurrect, uh, like, the, the reanimated corpse of some Hall of Famer. I don't care. It won't matter. This team is going to lose by four. Yep. The Yankees are just, right now, if a team could be unbeatable, right now it's the Yankees. Yeah. And I don't think, man, I keep thinking maybe they're going to fade away. I don't know about that. Me too. I'm waiting for, like, some sort of reality to hit. Because every year we look at this team the exact same way. Like, God, look at that team. They, they should win, right? Yeah. Right, right? But they never they never really live up to expectations. Now they're living up to expectations. And by they're living up to those expectations while rolling Joey Gallo out there every single day right. hitting 075. I mean, it's just, it doesn't matter. This team scores 20. This team is just, this team's scary, man. Yeah. Uh, I, they legitimately are. Whatever, whoever they throw on the mound, I, I suggest taking them on the run line. Exactly. I mean, the pitching, that's been the difference this year as well. Like, you trust the pitching. pitching. It isn't just so Garrett Cole and a bunch of dudes. So, I'm with what you. Are, what, what do you think it is about that team? Because here, here, the two teams that have really turned it around this year pitching-wise, yeah. and you can't deny it, the Yankees and the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks, we know where their pitching is coming from. Brent Strom came uh, from the Astros, and he's absolutely – change some of these pitchers all the, uh, so much so that I'm almost intrigued by the Dallas Keuchel signing yeah I wouldn't have been intrigued by the Dallas Keuchel signing in which I would have been like why would anybody make this signing right now yeah. and then I'm like Dallas Keuchel was Dallas Keuchel under Brent Strom yeah and now he's going back to work with Brent Strom so I, hey man maybe there's more in the tank with Dallas Keuchel but whatever they did with the on the Yankees side I don't know what it is but I want to know. Well, same here. Incredible. Because why is Nestor Cortez like, okay, I was like, this this can't last. Nestor Cortez Jr., who I think was a 36-round draft yeah. pick. But be very careful with your next words. You know your co-host, Trista Crick, is the biggest Nestor Cortez stan on earth. Well, he's awesome. And I don't think he, he is. is. I don't think he is going to fade away or go he's anywhere. Not. I think he only continues to get better. And so, yeah, they're the real deal. And I don't, I don't hate him as much as I usually do because – they got Anthony Rizzo, so go Yanks, I guess, man. And they're, they're making me so much money. They're not even a sweat, man. Team total over four and a half runs pretty much every other night. Uh, Yankee unders because the pitching staff in, in the rotation has been great. Uh, Yankees on the run line, never really a sweat. Every game they win, they're beating the crap out of teams. I like this Yankees team. I do. Yeah, me too. They're, 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 I'm not going to fade them, man. I, no. I, I've been wait Again, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for something to come back down, down to reality. There'll be a play. I'm like, there'll be a playoff team. Yeah. I'm sure they'll kind of like fall down a couple of spots. No, they're not going anywhere, man. It's It's been fun to watch. It really has. Um, a team that hasn't been fun to watch, the Chicago White Sox. I usually have a uh, rule, show rule, Dodgers under minus 145. Blindly bet the Dodgers on the money line. Not going to do that tonight. My strikeout prop, I'm going under four and a half Ks on White tonight. He's one and one this season, 479 ERA. Going against Michael Kopech, one and two with the 2.20 ERA, and I'm also gonna take a shot with the White Sox tonight. Something fishy about that price. Give me Kopech against the Dodgers tonight. The Sox need some wins. I think they're gonna pull off a uh, rare victory over a uh, good team. Because even last year, here was my problem with the White Sox last year. I kept telling everybody about this. They beat up on the AL Central, the Guardians, Cleveland, Detroit, Minnesota. But look at their record last year against teams with a winning record. They were a little fugazi. They were a little fraudulent last year. Same thing this year. But I do think they beat the uh, Dodgers tonight. I think that's what that price is telling you. Or you're just getting an opportunity to bet the Dodgers at a reasonable price. What do you I think? I know. I'm, I was honestly going into this like, yeah, I'll fade the White Sox. No question about it. Even with Kopech on the mound, there's just no question. But I'm looking at this price going, what's off here? Wait a Wait a second. Yeah. What What do they know? They, they know something. Someone's not playing. I haven't seen the lineup yet. So someone yeah. must not be playing. Like Mookie Betts must have the night off. Or yeah. Something. If you are giving me the Dodgers against the White Sox at minus 125. Yeah. I have not seen a Dodger money line like that in a, 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 ever, ever uh, since I ever started. In, in Kopech's getting into good. He's not books. Sandy Koufax. You know what I mean? Let's be real clear. He's not saying he's good. He's very good, and he's been very good this season, in fact. Uh, looking at his numbers right now, in fact, he, he's got a 2-2 ERA. He's doing great. 
His last outing got shellacked a little. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Even with this, no. You know what? You've convinced me. I want to. I want to gamble a little bit. I got. I want to see this plus 105 on the money line. I just want to see it happen. You know what? Because I want to see it happen. White Sox money line. There we go. I'm doing it. You you talked me into it, Ryan. You talked me into it. I don't even believe in it, but I want to have fun. Let's go. Yeah, man. Kopech tonight. They're, he's gonna go seven strong, six strong. Let's just let's start small. Come on, Kopech. I feel like go out there, pitch a jam, show show the Dodgers that the White Sox mean business. AJ Pollock, go go hit two homers against your old team today. Exactly. Why not, dude? Take advantage of White. All right. Not that he's awful, but I mean, it's it, you know. It's, it's but he's not Walker he's not Bueller. he's not Walker Bueller. <laughs> By the way, Walker Bueller hasn't looked right no, this year. No, he has not either. Are you worried at all about the Dodgers? I know that. I mean, what are they five and five in their last ten? But it's the Dodgers. I'm not worried, but there are moments that where I'm like, where I've talked about this before, where the Dodgers look almost bored beating teams, and that lackadaisicalness almost seems like it comes in sometimes to allow them to get swept by a Pirates. This was what happened last year in the playoffs where I went like I was watching. Remember, they were t they were hitting uh, tee shots at home plate to center field and they were just so relaxed and like, God, these guys don't have a care in the world. They're just so damn good. And then they lost to the Braves, to which I'm just like, see. Mm, and that's my thing. This team needs some killer instinct, right, man. Right. Uh, maybe maybe a different manager. No, I wouldn't say that. But like, here's my thing with the Dodgers, man, is um. They do get too cute. They get complacent. It seems like they get bored, and I get it. They're going to win 108 games, so it makes sense. Um, it's a long season. But, I mean, every year they kind of fail to meet. Like, okay, so their expectation for them, it's, it's World Series or bust. And they've won one World Series here with this core, and it was the pandemic-shortened season. I'm not uh -huh. saying that's a fake World Series title. I give them credit for it. But, like, yeah, why are they complacent? Last year they got knocked off by the Atlanta Braves who yeah, this like, point in the season were in third place in the division, fourth place in the division. So if there is something I'm worried about, like, it's that. Like, that's the World what Series, and then you could have the World Series hangover. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just – I would really like this team to get a little more aggressive. Yeah. That's honestly – that's the word of the day for the Dodgers. Right. The, every, they have everything. Dude. They're the greatest offense I've ever seen. They have a, a, a – embarrassment of riches yes. when it comes to pitching and farm system it's just the only thing i just don't see with this team is that going for the jugular we're going to beat you every single time they're going to beat you every single time but it's 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 laid back beating you it's like hey man yeah. you guys feeling good great we just well we're gonna hit 19 doubles uh i wanted to see him like, hey we're gonna hit 19 doubles and you're gonna leave chavez ravine in pain yeah. bye yeah yeah all right so we're on the white Sox tonight plus money uh, Phillies Brewers. Here's two teams that I do not trust right now. Nope. Although the nope. Phillies are playing really good baseball. No, you're not doing it. You're not convincing me of this, Ryan. I am not but, touching this game with no, anything. No, me no. either. The Brewers are throwing George Costanza tonight. Jason Alexander makes his second start. 0-0 mm -hmm. with a 2-5-7 ERA. Ranger big game Suarez going for the Phillies. 4-6-9 ERA. 4-3 record. It's a pick 'em for a reason. I'll tell you who I'm rooting for. The Phillies, man. If they could take a series against the Brewers, man, if they could sweep the Brewers, oh, oh, they will be heading in the right direction. Because I feel pretty good about the Phillies. Um, I, I feel a little bit better about the Phillies, but they did just beat up on the Angels. And the Angels are brutal right now. They've lost 12 that in a row. True. So I want to see, can the Phillies beat a real baseball team? They get the opportunity this week against the Brewers. Are you going to look to target? Well, are you just staying away from the series altogether? I'll I'm staying away from okay. the series altogether right. because the Brewers I don't trust right now, and the Phillies have won four in a row since firing their manager, and I believe that's a flash in the pan, and I don't feel comfortable trying to ride the wave because I feel like it's a fake wave. I don't – I need more time with the Phillies winning before I can ever throw some money their way right now, especially in this series. These teams are just – they're like – in, they're both good. It's like they're. I can't decide if either are good or bad. It's like they're both yep. good and they're both bad. Yeah, yeah, man. And it just. I, and which is amazing. I'm saying that about one of these teams because one of these is going to be a playoff team and likely win their division by several games. Yet I, but I don't believe in them. You know, 
I said I'm staying away from this game. I think I'm going to play the over. The total's eight and a half with Ranger Suarez. He's got a 4.69 ERA. And Jason Alexander, young pitcher, going against this Phillies lineup who's finally starting. Like the other night, man, I watch him in uh, Bryce Harper homers twice, Kyle Schwarber homers twice. And I'm like, man, why don't the Phillies just try to do this? Why don't they try to do this thing every night where they score a bunch of runs? the Angels. That's what I just can't right now. I'm going I'm over eight and a half. Well, I'm not doing it. You're you're brave. You're braver than me. Mother. I can't do it. Not with that Milwaukee lineup today. No. Fair. All right. Blue Jays tonight. How do I target them? Run line. It's Manoa six and one with a one nine eight ERA, and it's Keller night for the Royals. So I want to fade the Royals, but I'm not laying minus two twenty five. Keller one and six four fifteen ERA. Blue Jays on the run line minus one thirty five. So I'm laying. I'm laying That's a lot. That's the of alternate run line actually. What'd you say? That's actually. Uh, I'm I'm looking at this alternate run line in this game. Two and a half. Yeah. What's the price? Plus money. You can get plus one ten on the Blue Jays at two and a half, and I'm not gonna lie to you, it's 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 attractive to me. All right. Well, With Manoa on the mound, it's attractive. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna look at really quick. I'm with you. I think they're gonna score some runs. I actually I played the under last night in this game. Um, the total was at ten, and it was never even a sweat. Ended up live betting the thing. Okay, so BetMGM has the alternate run lineup, like you said, two and a half plus one ten. I'm thinking, how many runs will the Blue Jays score? I'm looking at team total. Give me over five and a half plus money plus one hundred five. Over six and a half is plus one fifty five. Keller's got a four one ERA. He is one of the better pitchers in Kansas City, but a four one ERA against this lineup. Um, Also. Manoa, 1-9 ERA on the mound, and you can get his K-prop at minus 115 on BetMGM right now, over 5.5, and, and you know Manoa Ks a lot of guys. I like that, actually. I didn't even look yeah. at that. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take a look at that, and then I would probably yeah, play that's the Blue it. Jays. Uh, in, in fact, I might, I, might, I might put these two tickets together. I might go ahead and play this alternate run line and that over K-prop and uh, maybe maybe squeeze a little bit more money out of this ball game. I like it. All right, the Angels play tonight. Um they don't have a pitcher announced yet. We think it's going to be Detmers. We think 4.20 ERA, two and two, through a new hitter, no, through a no hitter uh, earlier this season. Since then, you know, kind of forget that he even exists. Going against Whitlock tonight, two and one with a 3.02 ERA. Man, I don't want to bet against the Angels right now because I need them to come to life. So you tell me. I mean, I know that you kind of threw out an entire team for a home run prop from Boston tonight, so. Yep. Um, when it when the ticket pops up, I'm going to play a Rafi Devers home run ticket. Um, I'm definitely going to play that. I, I The Angels, you got to fade them. You just got to fade them right now at the time. They've lost 12 in a row. This team looks – they lost last night one nothing. So, finally, they got a pitching performance from someone, and then they decided not to pick up the bats at all. Like – nothing is going right for this team. You got to fade them and ah. got to get a decent price at fi- fading them. Oh, oh, did it just pop up mid-sentence? No, I just, I can't. You just said I got to fade them and it's like, I can't, I can't quit you. I'm like sling blade and you know, <laughs> it's just, there's nothing there, man. There, we knew this was coming. I just didn't think this was coming this early. No, I know. I actually, I was, I had some hope that maybe it wasn't coming. See, Joe Madden is great year one. If you got a team of, of young dudes, <laughs> but like him managing adults, as we saw in Chicago, like, come on, man. Listen, I don't want, I, I, I can't sit here and say anything about Joe. Cause I never played for Joe. Um, I've, I've played with guys that played for Joe and it's almost 50, 50 split down the middle of who I've met. Um, yes. S- some love them. Some truly despise them. Like it's, it's, and, and I can understand both on both sides. I mean, a manager like that who is so hands-on, yeah. um, it could definitely, for certain players, feel like a tired act. For others, they need that touch. They they love that touch. So it's just, it's a matter of what you like and what that player needs. But yeah, it, it can rub people the wrong way. And I want to put this out there. I would take a bullet for Joe Madden. Now I want to live. But, I mean, he was the manager for the only World Series that I'll ever get to see for my, for my team in my mm-hmm. life. And I love him. Got to interview him a couple times. Great guy off the field, mm-hmm. especially. You know, he'll sit there at his press conference and he'll pour a glass of red. I love him. I just don't think he's right for this team. And he's costing me freaking money. So now we do got a problem, Joe. 
you know, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> agree with you. I I, I, I I like Joe Madden too. I do. Um, but I'm starting to think like you are. I think he might not be right for this team. Um, I wanted to play a U Darvish strikeout prop tonight. The only problem is he's going against this Mets lineup. So Darvish four and three this year, four oh three ERA, taking on the Mets tonight. You're getting the Mets plus money. And I think that kind of Tells you everything you need to know. I think this is a little fishy. Walker's been pretty good, really good to start the year. 3-1 and one with a 2-8-8 ERA. He's actually been better than Darvish. Uh, I kind of like the Padres regardless tonight to bounce back uh, at that price, minus 120. I'm not going to play the Darvish strikeout prop. I'm probably going to end up staying away from this game altogether. But I have a strong lean to the Padres actually to beat the Mets tonight. Uh, after what we saw. So do I. Do you? I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, You know, I'm I'm not one to sit around and fade the Padres for multiple games in a row. I faded them last night, um, and you got a Darvish on the mound, and I know that Walker's been very, very good. He has been. Um, But they're at home. You're getting minus 130. Oh, that's what I'm getting, at least, on the BetMGM app right now. Minus 130 where I am currently at. And, yeah, I'm going to jump on that, and that's the only play I'm going to have for this game. I'm going to kind of sit back and, quite frankly – Enjoy this game. This is the game. This is the game of the. This is the series of the week for me. This and the Dodgers White Sox are two series I'm looking very forward to watching. Um, some of these that weren't didn't exactly crack crack the uh, the list for games to watch this week. Any interest in? Let me throw a couple at you. Oakland Atlanta, Atlanta all week. Just Atlanta all week. They're playing good baseball. They are. They're playing great baseball. They're starting to look like Atlanta again, and the A's are the A's. So are, are they playing? It, this doesn't matter for what I'm going to bet. I just want to know, are they playing in Atlanta no. or are they playing in Oakland? In Atlanta. Not, wonderful. They're going to play in front of some people. That's nice. Exactly. Exactly, man. And then um, any interest in my Cubbies, Chicago Cubs, taking on the Baltimore Orioles. I know you threw out the strikeout prop with Thompson because it was a low number. Um, but – if you had to pick a side, would you go with Thompson or Bradish tonight? Bradish has a 6.82 ERA. I'm asking because I kind of want to bet the Cubs. I think you should bet the Cubs. I truly do think you should bet the Cubs. I mean, uh, Thompson's been good. I'm he's got 199 ERA. He's six and zero. I'm betting I mean, the Cubs. Yeah, yeah, you gotta bet the Cubs. It's just a matter of can you get a good enough price on the Cubs? Minus 115. I'm in. Deal. That's 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 more than enough value. I hate betting against the Orioles, man. They've made me some money this year, but I do like this spot. Thompson's been really good. He's been a bright spot. And keep in mind, Baltimore is not the hitter park it used to be. That left field is deep. Right. Uh, Any parting thoughts before we get out of here and come back uh, short week this week? We'll be back on Friday. No, this was a great show. I'm really glad that everybody joined us for said show. Make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe to Bet, uh, BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Decker6 and follow me on Instagram, Antihero Baseball. And while you're at it, go check out my YouTube channel, Antihero Baseball. Why not? Haven't posted anything in a while, but there's some great stuff on there. Uh, also, I believe I'll be joining you on BetMGM, BetMGM tonight uh, sometime this week. Uh, nice. We'll talk some baseball. Maybe some. Uh, I, I believe we will. Hey, have you seen um, Maverick, by the way, yet? Not yet, and I really want to. But I do have my uh, my tickets to Jurassic World Dominion, even though I've hated the last two Jurassic World. So, same here. I've hated, actually, the last three. And I also have my tickets, and I have high hopes. When are you going? I'm going Thursday at 5 p.m. I got some great tickets. Looking forward to date night. And here's the problem. I know the movie's not going to be good. Ah. Yeah, I there have, hasn't been a good Jurassic Park since Jurassic Park. This is the Park. send-off, and we're bringing. Isn't Goldblum back? Yeah, Goldblum, Sam Neill's back. They're all back. Come on, yeah, Laura Dern in there. I, I think actually, I have some. I don't have like hopes that it's going to be good, but at least if we get some good moments. Now, let me say this really quick. Let me give the early, not the early, the late uh, Top Gun Maverick review. I rarely do this. I'm gonna give it two thumbs up. The Ryan Horvath two thumbs up of approval. There were times, and obviously everybody loves this movie. I was like getting up in the middle of this thing and like fist pumping. I high, I, I gave a stranger a high five during the middle of this movie. Wow. Don't get your hopes up. Wow. Don't get your hopes up. I can't wait to watch this movie. If if it's don't give. Oh no no no, no, no wait no, what is no, this no, Mario? No. What is in this? Case yeah, that's hating ass Mario by the way. Just joining the show. If you guys don't know, hating ass Mario hates everything and knows nothing <laughs> I, about pop culture. I was yes, saying Top Gun. Gun's fine, but like go to the movie after like 10 minutes in, 10 to 20 minutes in. 
you can skip that whole part. That part. What? Why? Dude, you don't know it's what the just so cringy, on? and it's it's yeah, it's really cringy. Oh, so yeah, skip, nothing... skip. I, I love seeing movies. I love seeing movies cringy. without full context. <laughs> it's supposed to be yeah, exactly. It's supposed. Yeah, to let's be go ahead cringy. and skip all the exposition. It's the remake of a movie from the night. Not a remake. It's the sequel from a movie in the late '80s. It was the right amount of cringy and cheesy. That's what they're trying to do. Oh, yeah. Damn it, Mario. Mario. What year were you born? 2005? Uh, 1998. Some would say the best year. Some? Who? This guy literally missed the entire Bulls 90s run. He was born. You, you never saw Michael Jordan play real basketball. You only saw Wizards. Yeah, but I, yeah, it's true. I rewatched his games, though, during quarantine. So Therefore, quarantine. all of your takes are, are invalid. <laughs> All your takes are in <laughs> Just because he only saw Michael on the Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. You never. When? How much Barry Bonds? Oh, I saw fat. I see? knew Barry Bonds is fat Barry Bonds. Like when he was big. Like I don't even. Like in like when was oh, Barry right, like not fat, fat but like chub like when thicker like fat. when you see his highlights when he was like younger like that was like rattling to me. No, come on. I don't want to get myself in trouble. He is uh, fat. His head blew up for a reason. Uh, I, I, I used to hit with Barry Bonds in the offseason. I was also like six, kill. so like, well, I, my memory could be foggy on it. I have to go back and check. Yeah, that guy. That guy we, I, when I was at UCLA, used to hit at UCLA all the time because yeah. he lived in Bel Air. Um, he would come over and hit with us, and I, and I would hit with him in the offseasons too. A little bit. He was super sweet to me. Um, I don't know how else to put this. Our strength coach at UCLA was a former American gladiator named Thunder. Thunder was a professional gigantic bodybuilder. Barry Bonds was the size of Thunder. All right, so maybe I remember him wrong, but I do remember him breaking the home run thing. Like, I remember that clear as day. Yeah, I remember that as clear as day. All right. Yeah. I watched. I remember watching that one live. All right. Oh man, this has maybe been one of the more entertaining shows we've done in a while. It's definitely been the longest show we've ever done for BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. And Ryan, where can people find you? Yeah, I'll be on. Uh, they told us we're getting paid twice. That's why we've uh, extended this one. Uh, BetMGM <laughs> tonight, tonight from seven to eleven p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. That's where you could find us. And you can, of course. Uh, Check out the show next week and another show coming at the end of this week. And you can hear this and more amazing, terrible movie takes from Hate and Ass Mario right here on the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. That's it for us. Ryan, you got anything else? Nope, that's it. We'll see you on Friday. Beat it.